It's clear the unthinkable is here. With the recent media distractions, most folks never saw it coming, but some did. Their guts told them something was wrong, and the headlines are proving them right. Our so-called trusted institutions tell you not to worry, that everything's fine, but you know better. Self-reliance doesn't happen overnight. You have to start somewhere. Start with My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply, the country's largest preparedness company, is more than equipped to stock your shelves. Ditch the canned vegetables and boxed pasta. Their best-selling three-month food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunches, and dinners that last up to 25 years. These meals offer 2,000 calories every day with a balance of protein and carbs to keep you fed and ready in the event of an emergency. Just add water and heat, then eat. Start or strengthen your food supply with this three-month food kit from My Patriot Supply. Visit preparewiththinkaboutit.com to get ready. Order now for fast and free shipping. Preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Congressional oversight needs to be activated at this point. So write to the men. Um, call Mike Johnson. You know, Owen, for example, is being held at the Oakdale Federal Correctional Institution in Oakdale, Louisiana. Mike Johnson's jurisdiction. And let's make no mistake, they are scaling this up. They're on MSNBC and CNN saying, we're going to lock all of you up. You're terrorists. You're the main focus, not Islam, not Russia. What I've confirmed is going on, torture devices, restraints, dieseling, where they drive you around from facility to facility or leave you in a car, putting on box handcuffs, which the manufacturer and I have their own documents here, says you shouldn't wear for more than three hours. 16 or more hours, not feeding them for several days, up to three days. This is stuff you wouldn't do to terrorists. And they're setting the precedent for everybody and saying Homeland Security needs to go after all Trump supporters and outlaws. That's on MSNBC, CNN. So when you've got secret political prisoners, that's next level. Not just political prisoners, but now we don't even know what's going on with them. And we get tiny little snapshots of the hell they're in. Uh, Joe Biggs, I've not been fed in three days. I sleep in the uh, you know with no clothes, you know, fifteen people in my underwear in freezing temperatures. Uh, I mean, the, the, and I know the standard torture of dieseling that's been documented before, but now they're scaling it up for everybody. There is a war going on in the United States, and it's a war for the soul of America. And that war, one of the battlefields, is in the nation's prison system. It's very easy for prison officials to engage in what I'll call subliminal warfare, warfare just below the threshold of what is obvious. And this is what's going on with Joe Biggs. Joe Biggs, you may recall, was an InfoWars reporter. He was also my client in the January 6th case. In that case, the insurrection case, federal prosecutors charged him with planning an insurrection with other members of the Proud Boys and persons known and unknown um, to use force against the authority of the United States government. There was really no evidence that they did anything other than occur at a riot and then enter Capitol grounds thereafter, and maybe they shouldn't have. That was a crime we would have considered pleading to, but insurrection never. Joe was convicted. Thereafter, the government sought to have him declared a terrorist. They sought what's called a terrorism enhancement under federal sentencing guidelines. Now, how does that work, you'll say? He was convicted of insurrection. A D.C. jury found him guilty. The terrorism enhancement is one that says if a person engages in certain conduct, um, it should be regarded as ultra serious. There are 47 statutes that will qualify you as a terrorist. They include things like blowing up an airliner, assassinating a congressman kidnapping a federal official, using anthrax or bio, biochemical weapons. Joe and the, the Proud Boys did nothing of the sort. 
They did. Shooting Congressman Scalise, breaking Rand Paul's yeah. ribs, but the media didn't call yeah. them terrorists. Keep going. So, but what happened is a fence got destroyed that day, and that fence was worth no more than $32,000. Well, one of the um, offenses that'll qualify you for the terrorism enhancement is destruction of government property. So the government said, look, look at this fence, they're terrorists. Judge Timothy Halfway Kelly, I call him halfway because the government always asked for too much and Kelly gave him half of what they wanted. We were supposed to be thankful for that. We weren't. And we'll take that up with the appellate court. But Kelly sentenced him, but they had the scarlet T on their forehead. And the prison officials, when they take a look at their transit papers and see the terrorism designation, they don't know who they're looking at. And so they're treating these men as though they are members of Hamas in Jerusalem. Um, Joe, for example, has been en route to his final destination for more than a week now. And what's happened before he got there? You'll recall, I call it the Dostoevsky assassination trick. The czar, I think it was Tsar Nicholas, uh, once uh, had Dostoevsky condemned to death, the famous, famous Russian author. Dostoevsky was marched out. He faced the firing squad and the czar said, no, no, no. I'll call it off. And Dostoevsky was shattered by the experience. Here's what they're doing to Biggs and the guys. Wake them up one morning. Get up. We're moving you. Now you've got to get rid of your material. You lose your commissary accounts. You've got to get stuff they won't let take. Uh, they would let you take with you. They'll move them to a car and then they'll sit them there or on a bus and then they'll say, never mind. We're going to take you back. This happened on several. But locations. the most important part is the box handcuffs that are pure torture. Well, we're getting to that right now. So Joe, then they're going to move him uh, about. Uh, you know, d d down um, down to Petersburg, um, um, and they they put him in a, in a in a in a in a transport vehicle with box handcuffs on for 16 hours. Now these handcuffs are designed so that a person cannot undo the chains or get a a, a, a key into the lock. The manufacturer says no more than a couple hours, two or three, it could cause permanent damage. Joe's hands were in that box cuffs for 16 hours such that he lost sensation to his hands. We don't know whether there's going to be permanent um, nerve damage or not. Now, mind you, Joe is a combat veteran who suffered a traumatic brain injury as a result of injuries he suffered in Iraq. He did two tours there. He was on the phone with one of the folks from Condemned USA. And by the way, if you don't know Condemned USA, get to know them. They're doing God's work in this case. And by the way, I know he Joe well. We've been to the river. We've been to the lake. He's been to my house and swam. He, he didn't make a big deal about it, but he wasn't just blown up. He's got shrapnel and bullet holes on him. He, he's, he's a Purple Heart uh, recipient. I mean, he was the only proud boy who received the Purple Heart, the only J6 condemnee that got the Purple Heart. He told a, a person that condemned, he was in so much pain and is that he kept praying for God to take away the pain. This is pain the United States government put on him. Joe Biggs, patriot, Purple Heart winner, being moved by our government in secrecy. And what's he doing? Please, God. Take this pain away from me. I can't take it anymore. They get him to a location. And by the way, it's on record. He, he got that Purple Heart and, and other accommodations literally in blown up vehicles and hand to hand combat with Al Qaeda. Brave man. Hey, what, as he testified, or as he told me, it was in a statement, he always wanted to be the tip of the spear. Joe went to where the action was. He was an action junkie. When he was in Iraq, nobody had to volunteer to flush out the enemy. Joe went first. He's a hero. Now he's praying, God, please take the pain away that the government has imposed on me. They get to a location 16 hours later. He hasn't eaten in a day. They give him a slice of pizza. Another day goes by. That's all they give him to eat. He can't get a commissary account. He talks to guards about this and said, what's going on? Well, and here's what they tell him. Um, they they regard him as a terrorist. 
They're afraid of him. Um, as a result of this, um, he is being kept under unusually harsh conditions. One night he was forced to sleep on the floor in a cell with 15 other people um, without even a blanket. So he's cuffed, manacled in, ex in ways that cause excruciating pain, deprived food, deprived access to food that he can buy himself, forced to sleep on the floor, and he still hasn't arrived at his final destination. Right now he's in Atlanta. We don't know how long he will remain in Atlanta. And here's the he key, talks. they're not letting they're not letting him talk to you. You have to get this through other people. Well, that, yeah, you know, when you try to make a, a prison call, they say, oh, no, the inmate has to initiate it. When the inmate tries to initiate it, suddenly the phone doesn't work or they can't get through to you. And so they can keep him in isolation. So he's been sucked yeah. into a black hole like our troops and, 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 and you know, by the Japanese or by the Vietnamese or by the North Koreans. Norm, let's bring in the other guest here, Trennis Evans, who by all I've seen him on many other shows. We're glad to have him here. They've been w working with these political prisoners since it started almost three years ago. So, so Trennis, give us, you've actually talked to the folks. We've been unable to get a hold of Joe in like two, three months. What is happening? So well, between our representatives and the family members, we're able to stay in very good communication with these individuals and track the movements and track the absolute abhorrent failure and the injustice that is happening in our criminal justice system, i.e. the BOP, uh, from everything that's happening, from watching these guys with the transport, they're being told they're domestic terrorists with, you know, as Norm mentioned here, with the terrorism enhancement charges. And it is a fact that these people are scared. We've witnessed this. We've heard this story time and again with these individuals that, you know, the guards get this guy. It says it's a terrorist and they're going, wow, OK, this is a really bad person. They must have blown someone up, killed someone, done some abhorrent, horrific action and come to find out, just like Norm said and like the evidence spoke to, these guys are guilty of protesting, maybe a little too boisterous or at the most, uh, you know, engaging in some what might one could consider riotous behavior. And here we are in America that you have Purple Heart recipients, highly decorated individuals that are experiencing this kind of absolute strife placed upon them by Merrick Garland, Joe Biden, and their weaponized justice system today. And uh, this this is a very scary time in our country, and people should be very worried about what's happening here. Well, that's right. And and, and talk about your organization and, and the talking to the families, talking to these victims. Because we know they were getting tortured, people having their eyes put out in the D.C. Gulag, but now they're scaling it up no matter where they go. Owen Schroyer didn't go in the Capitol, try to keep people out. He gets uh, you know a couple months in the Gulag, and, and now he's in solitary yeah. confinement. Yeah, so the absolute effort of the government to absolutely destroy these people. So there's a psychological effort, as has already mentioned. And then there's the abuse of these individuals by medical treatment. We've seen other Proud Boys, even Christopher Worrell, denied medical treatment. You've seen the judges um, actually cite individuals that were running the D.C. Gulag, Wanda Patton and Quincy Booth, um, that later resigned over this, or the absolute inhumane treatment and failure to ad administer medical treatment. This is an ongoing story. I mean, I could sit here and list person after person, individual after individual. And you, when you talk to these mothers and these wives and the children of these, of these individuals, uh, you should just be heartbroken by what you hear. So the organization it was formed in an effort to help these people. We've raised the money for legal defenses. We've raised money for the appeals. We've raised money to house attorneys. Great men like Norm Pattis have you know come at this thing and they're absolutely, they talk about the tip of the spear. We're talking about the tip of the spear here. Alex, you're the tip of the spear in the reporting on this. You have Norm Pattis as the tip of the spear in the legal. And it's a conjoint And by the way, effort. let's be clear. Norm's gone out of Louisiana with Owen. He's gone to other jails and prisons. For other people, he was there last week with Matt Gates and uh, the head of the committee over prisons, 
uh, Congressman Biggs, no relation to Biggs, and, and, they're, and they're, they're bringing up in hearings. There's now investigations going on. What needs to happen to stop this? Because I know, Norm, you've done the research. You know the name of the federal prosecutor that we now know is in control of this, demanding some of this persecution. I mean, this is this is a message to all of us to intimidate the American people. I think it is. I think well, the goal, and it's no mystery that this occurs in 2024 in the run-up to the next general election. The message that we're supposed to get is be afraid, be very afraid, be careful, be very careful, maybe stay home, maybe don't dissent, maybe don't go to your church if you have to be a conservative Roman Catholic. Our response has to be, hell no, we will go. And I think the best thing that ordinary people can do today, right now, is pick up the pen and paper and write a letter to one of these inmates. Um, and the reason I say that, and we had their, their addresses on the screen, the reason I say that is people know, the guards know that we're watching when they get the mail. The administration knows that we're watching when they get the mail. The last conversation I had with Owen, he was telling me how grateful he was to people for all the mail they sent. I saw the public broadcast, uh, or the broadcast, uh, the message that was broadcast publicly. He thanked listeners. Right to Joe Biggs, right to Zach Rell, who's being denied medical treatment today. You know, they want him, they want him to take an experimental injection. They won't give him the pills that he wanted. And now they're forcing him to detox because he won't, they won't give him his prescription. Zach Rell is another military man injured in the line of duty who's being deprived medical care. You need to let them know we're watching. Earlier this week, I was in D.C., Alex, the House Judiciary Committee has a subcommittee on the Bureau of Prisons and, and uh, Colette Peters, I believe her name is, um, the Bureau of Prisons director testified. Matt Gates from Florida raised Owen's name. He raised the name of another inmate. She didn't know uh, anything about it. Um, Representative Andy Biggs asked for you know permission to have a site visit. He wanted it pre-approved. He got a mealy-mouthed response that was unsatisfactory. I sat there and watched the Bureau of Prisons play like the three monkeys. I hear no evil, I see no evil, I speak no evil. She went to the committee unprepared to address the human rights situation as to these prisoners. I met with Representative Biggs thereafter and I said, you need to subpoena people from the Washington office of the district attorney's office in the Department of Justice. I believe, I have reason to believe that they're insisting that these men be given harsher more, dis, uh, more more onerous conditions of confinement because of the crimes they've been convicted of than other similarly situated people. This is simply wrong. Congressional oversight needs to be activated at this point. So write to the men, um, call Mike Johnson. You know, Owen, for example, is being held at the Oakdale Federal Correctional Institution in Oakdale, Louisiana, Mike Johnson's jurisdiction. And let's make no mistake, they are scaling this up. They're on MSNBC and CNN saying, we're going to lock all of you up. You're terrorists. You're the main focus, not Islam, not Russia. Trennis Evans, I interrupted you. I apologize. What should we do? What can we do? Do you agree they're scaling this up? Please continue. This is a full frontal attack. They're no longer doing this from the dark at night. They're no longer doing it from the you know closets or hiding in the in the corners and the shadows to do it. They're having ticker tape parades down Main Street right now, advertising what they're going to do to you. And it's like you better believe them. Take them at their word. This is what they're coming for. They're coming for you. They're coming for your ideology. They're coming for your religion, and they're coming for anything conservative. But to stomp it out and move into this radical leftist ideology. What I suggest and what I know is the right thing to do is to get involved and do not think for a second that you can hide from this. You will have nothing and your children and future generations will have nothing if you don't engage now. We're three quarters of the way into Hitler's Germany. And what I'm suggesting to you is get on our site, come to Condemned USA, look at what we're doing, look at the efforts. We're helping to support efforts of people like Norm Pattis, great warriors in this battle 
to hold on to what's left of our country and take back some shred of decency and re- recover from this now what's the remnants of the United States that we once grew up in. Come be a monthly donor, be a contributor to what we do, support these efforts, help us get commissary to these people, help us take care of their legal needs, help us take care of their family, help us take care of the fight. Not only that, uh, Alex, excuse me, we're on offense here for these men. We are filing offensive actions. We are going after it. We have impeachment articles that are drafted and it goes so much deeper. Come be a part of this fight. Join in the fight to save America through condemned USA with great warriors like Norm Pattis. I totally agree. Let's explain something again to the listeners. I know they get this. The globalists are big, powerful banks in BlackRock, but they use communism as their main ideology. Maoism at the colleges, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, they admit that's their operating system. They're not communists. They're just using a communist model. They are saying they want to outlaw conservative and populist demonstrations. They're saying the main threat is conservative Catholics that basically commit no crime. I mean, there's no evidence. They're saying they're sending Homeland Security to school boards where people say, I don't want my child taught they're evil because they're white or they're a Christian or taught transgenderism. They are literally saying, I play tons of the clips, that we're going to use Homeland Security now on the American people. Anybody that questions elections, and they've indicted the president for questioning an election while they said he stole it with the Russians with no evidence. So this is a very dangerous time and we should support the prisoners we should get trump in to pardon him he says he will but bigger than that is we don't just need congressional hearings on this that are starting we need to make those hearings about january 6th and who's really guilty they're scared of that they're scared of hearings showing how the feds were involved and how they provocateured it and how they stood down make the hearings about that and that's how you get these prisoners released you know when they had the video that it was coming out of the of the q shaman being invited in by the police and doing nothing wrong and tell everybody to be calm, they had to release him from prison. So I'm saying it's going to be cutting the head off the snake politically by exposing January 6th, and this is the perfect vehicle for those hearings, and we're very close. You know, I've, I know you know who they are. You've been on the shows, but I contacted Steve Bannon last night and this morning, Jack Posobiec, a bunch of other great patriots. I've sent them your numbers, uh, uh, Trennis, Evans, and others. We need to make this a big deal. We're very close to hearings on this, and that's what they fear. But we've got to do this because they're establishing Guantanamo USA for us now. This is a maximum effort issue. Alex, I'm sure Norm would agree with this, that the judges have taken this extrajudicial notice of what happened with the select committee. And the 117th Congress's select committee on January 6th has reported a countless number of lies and completed a narrative shift that of what actually happened on January 6th to suit their interests of what's happening now. We're seeing now the unraveling or the further down the road version of this. And until the 118th Congress provides something that judges can actually look at and have an extrajudicial notice of those matters, that's what's going to stand as what is the relevant evidence that they're basing this theology on of this is some kind of occultist movement by the MAGA people that we were trying to overthrow the federal government on January 6th. And there is no way any reasonable person could think that the most armed populace on the face of the planet in history would attempt to take on the largest military industrial complex ever on the face of this globe with plastic flagpoles and megaphones. Somebody please explain that theory. Well, that's right. You're not mostly peaceful, burning down $2 billion and killing dozens of people. And, and Travis, you're a J6er. You've been in, you were there. 
I was there. I, you know, look, I said, look, you get in the building. You should stand for the crime that you committed. If it's a crime, fine, so be it. And But equitable justice, right? I want to be treated just the same. You know, people have brought up a lot of different people in this. Ray Epps is a big topic. And I will say this about that. I think a lot of people should have been treated just like Mr. Epps was treated. Let's just leave it there. Wouldn't that be fair? Because if that's what the conduct and that's what's well, he held ram signs into people. Check. He said go into the building. He texted his family that he orchestrated it, and then he gets nothing. And then Joe Biggs Class gets B misdemeanor, sir. Well, I've talked to folks that have been in these handcuffs. You cannot. I mean, it literally can 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 make you have your arms rot off. It can kill the circulation. Total torture. Uh, Norm. You know, I, I, I interrupted. I, I stepped away for a moment because I just got a call from Oakdale. Um, and I told them I'd call him right back. So I, it's a prison official responding uh, to my inquiries about Owen for the first time in two Hold weeks. Hold on, do so this, do this, do this. Call him right back. We're going to go to break. Norm, we'll come back to you, okay? Yep. Oh, okay, uh, uh, keep going, Travis. We're going to break in one minute. Keep, keep going. You got it. Well, listen, I will tell you that we've been in Congress. We've been lobbying. Let me tell you some of the other efforts since we're on this topic. Uh, we wrote a, a document called The Weaponization of Justice and produced it from Condemned USA. Our writers worked on this. Our volunteers worked on this. Our staff members worked on this. And we delivered this document, hand-delivered them, bound them, and hand-delivered them. Um, thank God for some of the members of Congress that have helped push this effort. Um, we have members in Congress that have agreed to carry our impeachment articles. Those are available, Alex. You can look at them at impeachdc.com. This effort is real. What we're doing is real. The offense is where we have to go. The American people will continue with the getting, receiving bludgeonings from this government. The beatings will continue until morale improves mentality. If all we're doing is holding up the shield, we must strike with the sword. And when I say that, I mean in our courts and I mean in our congressional system, our system of government. Right, we have to learn to wield the Constitution. Trent stay there. We'll come right back. And then Norm's finally got a call from Owens Prison. Trina Sevens is the head of Condemned USA doing a splendid job exposing the Gulag Archipelago being set up in America. He spent 21 days in jail set up as well. So he's got skin in the game. Condemned USA on Twitter, condemnedusa.com. Norm Pattis, uh, Owen's lawyer and Joe Biggs' lawyer, just got a call from the prison. Owen's disappeared for weeks in solitary confinement. We're waiting for Norm to give us info. Uh, Trina, you got cut off uh, there. What else should we impart to people? But you see the heat we're putting on them with Congress uh, and, and, and Matt Gates saying, where's Owen Schroyer? Why can't he talk to his lawyer? Why is he in solitary confinement? And then now, 48 hours later, now the prison's finally calling his lawyer. It shows the heat's having an effect. Now, they can get Owen Schroyer and get Joe Biggs. They can get us all. Alex, you know, it's your shows. It's people like you that have kept this thing at the ball in the air. The ball has to stay in the air. We have to keep the eye on the target. We have to keep the American public aware of what's happening here. They have to know what's happening because if they can sweep it under the rug if they can push it behind the curtain people like you are not exposing this it will only get worse than it is so think about how bad it is and they know that we're watching so dominic pozzola let me paint a quick picture of dominic pozzola one of the other proud boys involved here dominic pozzola after his diesel therapy with dozens of places locations from while he was on pretrial after sentencing goes back to dc then goes to philly gets off a plane from philly at kc oklahoma city facility and is told that he's a domestic terrorist instantly cast into the hole 14 days in the hole not allowed to communicate with his wife or his daughters or his mother or especially his attorney what if you need to talk to your attorney not allowed this is insanity in america 
Then he's told that he's going to allowed to make one phone call to his uh, one person, contacts his wife, and then he's told 30 more, 30 more days until he can communicate again. Another phone call, 15 minutes, 30 days from then. Then he's sent to Bettner, North Carolina. This place is a joke of a facility. And let's be You're clear again. This is, it's all the same. They are setting the president and saying, this is for all of us. Continue. Yeah. So Bettner, North Carolina, the kitchen facility has literally caved in in the roof. There's no hot water in the facility. They're not getting their three hots and a hot as it's told in prison. They're getting two sandwiches a day and a piece of fruit. That's the deal. That's what's happening. The sandwiches are coming to them expired with hardened peanut butter, nasty rancid bread. This has happened. We've been reporting on this since the very beginning, since the very first sentencing, some of the people that we saw come through Chutkin's court uh, some two years, near two years ago. Additionally, I want you to understand, they've been denied medical treatment. This is Bureau of Prisons approved prescribed medications for Dominic Pozzola, also a Marine, United States veteran, who has now been denied medical treatment and been denied his prescribed medications that were pres uh, approved by the Bureau of Prisons. Again, Alex, these stories go on and on. And that's why I keep saying there's a heartbreak here that should resonate with the American people. And if you can't recognize how horrible this is and what the effort. No, I totally to agree. Be, but they admit on MSNBC, this is what for all of us. And again, yeah. the worst thing is the box handcuffs and the dieseling. When you're on a truck 18, 16 hours a day and they don't take these off, this is illegal. This is torture. Yeah, so absolutely. Listen, if, if this were happening to people in Gitmo, I got to remind the American people of something, Alex, and I think you'll appreciate this. When we signed on for the Patriot Act, we were a nation in mourning. We were a nation paying pain. We witnessed after 9-11 with the terror attacks that happened and brought down the Twin Towers. There was people in this country that went, hell, I don't care if they waterboard some person from whatever country in Gitmo. Right. And we abandoned two important things. We abandoned our Constitution and we abandoned our Christian guiding principles in this nation. And that's how we got here today, because it was only a matter of time until they turned it on someone. And the sad reality is, is this less community out here that's chattering for this is looking at this as a, hey, great, they're getting those MAGA people off the streets that I hate, those freedom of speech, 2A kind of people Though they don't realize it's only a matter of time until it comes for them, right? This is pure intimidation for the election. Finally, Norm, while we're on air, gets a call from his client, Owen Schroyer, in Louisiana. Give us an update on what happened. It wasn't actually from Owen, but it was from the prison itself. And it was the executive. I've been trying to re get answers from him by email. Um, they wanted to confirm that I was, in fact, his lawyer and ask for information, including bar registration numbers. And I said, I'd like a legal call. Um, can I get one? Yes, one. Can you do so? I said, today would be great. Tomorrow would be OK. Well, we're on legal holiday today and tomorrow. So we've got a legal call arranged for Tuesday. I said, uh, people from around the country are asking about his whereabouts, even members of Congress. What do I tell him? Is he all right? He's in our custody. He's fine. That's all I know. All right. I want to get updates from you uh, as this unfolds and from Trennis Evans, Condemned USA investigator, Condemned USA, CondemnedUSA.com. Thank you both gentlemen. And again, this is a beta test for all of us. So we are all Owen Shore. We're all Joe Biggs. We are all uh, the Oath Keepers and, of course, the totally uh, innocent Stuart Rhodes. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you for having me, Alex. Thank you, brother. You. Oh, don't worry. They're trying to indict me. We're all this together. <laughs> and I know I, I gave Bannon once your numbers. I gave them to him. I, I guess I had the liberty to do that. And Jack Posobiec, all of them are all over this. So 
and they're talking right to the president. And so uh, we'll leave it at that. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Alex. Be well. Thank you. Thank you. And I mean the real president. I